too often some people they limit themselves being you know not sure about their success i know a lot of great individuals with really huge potentials that they simply don't try because they are worried about possible failures Welcome to Avanad's podcast series. Thank you for stopping by. My name is Mats Lundell-Nyhjelten. I'm working as a full-stack developer and consultant here at Avanad. Today, we have a special episode for you. Today, I had the pleasure of speaking with Antonio Marsico, the country manager of Sweden and region manager of Avanad Nordics. He gives us his best advice from what he's learned during a long, powerful, and diverse career. Antonio, you're the country manager of Sweden. You're now also the region manager of Avanad Nordics and originally from a small town just outside of Rome, Italy. You've been in the Nordics in Sweden for a little more than two years. And today we'll learn more about you and how you got to where you are today. Antonio, it's very exciting to have you here in the remote studio today. Ciao, Mats. How Thank you, you very much. Thank you very much. I'm so excited to be with you. And thanks for inviting me to your podcast. Uh, a long story short about myself, uh, I came from a village in the south of Italy. Uh, then I spent some uh, years, say more than 20 in Rome. And uh, uh, actually, yes, I have a house or I, I was in a house in Rome sleeping sometimes during the week while traveling on a weekly basis all around the world. And then I landed in Stockholm. Small village you mentioned. Yes, it's a small village, the one I, I come from. 2,000 people in the south of Italy, the middle of nowhere. Uh, there was nothing. I would say today there is everything you could dream about if and when you were an adult. Quiet place, fantastic nature, no pollution. But at that time, you know, when I was, uh, when I was young, I was dreaming about big cities, the lights, the modernity, uh, and we had nothing. Uh, we had actually three main characters in the village. Uh, typically, there are the school director, the doctor, and the priest, at least in a small village in the south of Italy. And the mm -hmm. school director was my father. He wanted me as a military officer. I said, no, 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 that's not, that's not my life. The doctor, okay, took care of me. And the priest, once he mentioned, that was 1984. Do you know what a Commodore 64 is? I said, uh, I've heard about it. I said, no, I don't. Then, <laughs> then I bought it. I received it as a present from my parents. And there, my, my journey in the IT world started. Out of the joke, uh, I went to Rome for my university to uh, study software engineering. I'm a software engineer as, uh, as a background. I'm, I have a master's degree in software engineering. Um, my first job was at the digital services, uh, Compaq. Digital was both acquired by Compaq. Compaq was acquired by HP. So I changed to two or three companies without really changing a company at that time. And I, I got my first job uh, with digital slash Compaq for the Italian TV broadcaster, RAI, Radio Televisione Italiana, thanks to my university thesis on the Sugiyama algorithms. So uh, the, 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 whatever I used for my thesis was translated into my work. I was a, a network engineer. 
network engineer on SDH, so for the transmission of the uh, television signals. Uh, it was a large, complex, it was a mega deal for that time. And for the first time, we were talking about digitalization. So we went from an, anal- an analog uh, type of uh, television network to a, the first digital television network. That was fantastic. So no IT, it was really network management stuff. And I experienced the first selling as a consultant because everything we used uh, in setting up the the digital television, the digital network for the, tele- for the new television, uh, I reused for a network planner. And I uh, sold it as a consultant to the Italian television in order for them to... Um, to make new planning on the expansion of the television. So basically, in my career, I did everything. I was starting as a software developer, a Java developer, a little bit of .NET, more Java and C++. I was a database analyst, entity relationship model. That was at that time <laughs> what database was. Um, I was project mm-hmm. manager, one of the first PMI or PMP certified in Italy. I went to Brazil. Fantastic time. It was February Carnival, when I landed there for six months. Uh, it was the first GSM installation in Brazil. Then I became security team leader, sort of uh, what we have at Tamana, the talent community lead for um, security. 33 mm-hmm. people reporting to me. That was the span of control. We typically have at Tamana like four or five on an average, which is absolutely good, which is something I uh, I want to not uh, go over. But at that time, I had 33 people reporting to me. Then I was working for as a, an advisor in the security slash uh, advisory world for uh, uh, Do Telecom in Dubai, for Turkcell in Turkey. Um, I have covered position was uh, offering portfolio lead for security, network consulting, contact center, data uh, data center design. And then I joined Amanat. 2012, uh, yeah, eight years ago, it was August, eight and a half years ago, uh, as public sector lead. Then I became a sales manager. And finally, 2018, I landed in, Lond- in Stockholm as CEO for Amanat in Sweden. And this year, in September, I also had this uh, opportunity to 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 drive the region. Mm-hmm. There I am. Uh, you know, you said from a small village to Stockholm. Some ref- reflection, I hope, useful for you. When you live in such a small village, you miss something. You miss the city lights. You miss whatever you can follow in television. You dream about that. Uh, you want to have an impact, you know, you want to be a sort of hero, but you live in such a small place where there is nothing. The ambition starts there. Let me make a joke. Be careful. Because when, when <laughs> because with the ambition, when you are too young, it can bring you to a point of no return. <laughs> I mean, I will probably never go back to my village. And even, even if now, I would love it. But uh, yeah, imagine, you know, again, I told you, olive trees, a nice, nice village, uh, a small square uh, in the village center, the bar for the appetizers with your friends. But the ambition brought me here. Anyway, I'm very, very, very happy. Uh, so the desire to, ex- desire to escape 
from such a village brings you away. But you also learn uh, that human, the, a human warmth is important. The respect for the other is important. Solidarity is important and resiliency, which is always there when you have in your life some uh, some accident, some problems. These are the basis of my human and my professional life. So I would say that, yes, uh, I am very happy to live in, uh, in a fantastic world, in a fantastic city. I'm uh, very happy to live in a modern world, but I'm, I am so thankful to my roots because they gave me really the basics of my both human and professional life. Yeah, that's a long uh, journey, Antonio. And uh, hopefully you'll never have to use Commodore 64 again. <laughs> Maybe end up in a smaller village in Italy, but hopefully you'll get, be able to use some higher technologies some more evolved like we use today. Like Excel, you know, the these big managers, they use Excel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard a lot about it. <laughs> and the next thing I want to know more about is if you will give your young self career advice, what would that be? <laughs> well, again, when I'm under pressure... I always dream about my, my village, but seriously, uh, uh, I would say I, I thanks everything I did, including my mistakes, and I did a lot of mistakes. Uh, I did enjoy every single happening in my life, and I, by character, I always find the positive side of everything happening in my life. So my suggestion is I to possibly young self-career uh, people to, to have their, their, their good career. Uh, my suggestion would be fully live your experience. Dream about the best. Push your dreams while having fun with what you currently do. That's what I really suggest to everyone. Simply enjoy what you're doing. Do it with the best passion you can. And dream about doing better, always better. That's a very, very good uh, advice. And I'll keep trying to extract good knowledge out of you. What would uh, you give someone who wants to become a people manager that grows teams, businesses, and regions? Key element of a good, a, good, a good person, a good manager, a good professional, let me say, before then a manager, are always the passion in what you do. And please, if you have passion, spread it around you. People need to feel the passion you have, the passion you bring in whatever you do. Be ambitious, of course. Integrity. Integrity is one of the key elements for a person, for a professional, for a manager. Of course, you have to study. Continue sacrificing your time in order to, yeah, to be up to date. I would say as a manager, you should have great resiliency. Uh, you know, I experienced an earthquake when I was child. It was 1980, exactly 40 years ago, September 23rd. So, yeah, this time, more or less. Uh, the village was almost completely destroyed. The village I was talking about uh, uh, a little before. Uh, but you know what you learn from a catastrophe? That nothing will be the same. You always need to look ahead. And I'm trying to think also the pandemic we are living in at the moment. Uh, you know, everyone is talking more or less when we would be able to go back to normal. No, 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 no. I probably think that we will never go back to normal. And every and the, the, really the essence of the resilience is to look ahead. Even mm. acknowledging that, that nothing will be the same. 
doesn't matter. Nothing will be the same as before. Let's look ahead. Um, for being a great professional and a great manager, possibly you have, you need to have a, a nice, a good family around you and a bit of luck and a bit of luck. <laughs> above all, really, above all, the desire to make yourself available to others and a, an extreme sense of ownership. You know what I mean about uh, extreme sense of ownership? For example, I am open. I ask for suggestions. I do easily recognize someone around me being more expert than me somewhere. No problem. I had to learn a lot about Swedish culture. I have to learn a lot about technology still. You know, I told you the maximum technology I'm currently using is Excel. So come on. <laughs> but still, a leader for me is a good manager, must lead, yes, but must also be ready to follow. Uh, a good manager is firm, very firm in his, in his decisions, but not bully. Always having fully respect, full respect of everyone is around you. Uh, again, being passionate is fantastic. This has to shine through, not be robotic. Uh, be confident, of course, but never cocky, never bully, never cocky. And, you know, I'm a seller. Uh, uh, by nature. I have a, a very competitive spirit, but I think that one of my best characteristics is that I can recognize my mistakes and I'm always ready to apologize. That's very important. As a manager, as a leader, be attentive to details, but never be obsessed by them. A leader has to have a short-term and a long-term view, always with the right balance. And the endurance. <laughs> you need to work a lot for yourself, <laughs> for your people. You need to, yeah, to work more because you need to give to give an help. I, I remember, I said the desire to make one yourself available to available to others, and this is what I learn or I try to learn running in the morning to have more endurance, both physically and mentally. Last suggestion I would give you is. A great manager, a great leader has a very big responsibility. And you know what is it? It's his or her shadow, which is an amplification of your behavior. You know, the more positive the behaviors are, the matter is for everyone. C can you or did you experience your boss coming into the office, you know, uh, smiling or very upset? What happens then to you? Then you're it doing more or less the same. Correct? Yeah, exactly. It really shines through that you have had a lot of experiences and uh, you've been in so many different positions and really climbed the corporate ladder from being a consultant today, lead a whole region. I can imagine that you have met so many different types of people, but what are key personality traits, circumstances and actions that you've seen as a common thread to becoming more successful? Oh, I know a lot of people who are um, even much, much better than me and there are uh, uh, really fantastic what i like most about them they uh they they typically have passion endurance they are calm they are able to make decision quickly very quickly they know how to manage their business but mainly the, the leaders i admire have a good connection with their company a good connection with their people a focused agenda focused few important points i remember i was in a uh, in a big uh, uh, economical meeting in in italy and the uh, uh, former ceo is now he 
died a couple of years ago of uh, of the fiat, he said, I have an agenda made of three points. Only three points. Focus agenda is very important. Of course, full knowledge of your stakeholders. You have to do a lot with too many people, with too many stakeholders. You need to know them very well. Clear priorities and focus on producing results. Producing results, results for your company, results for your community, results for your family, results for your people. That's important. You have to be obsessed by producing results. The most successful people I know, uh, they typically divide their attention between short, medium, long-term perspective. And the best ones are the ones that spend much more time like as much as 50% thinking about the long term. Um, I just, just, just have to finalize the key personality traits for a successful leader for me are back to a couple of points I gave you already. Mm-hmm. The desire to make yourself available to others and an extreme ownership in what you do. That's some very good tips there. And when also trying to extract even more knowledge of you, you've given us a lot here now. But we'll try to end on some why. And first, why is why should the Nordic countries work together for an even wider success? Nice, <laughs> nice one, because it gives me the opportunity <laughs> to remember, you know, one of the priorities set by our CEO, Pamela Minard, is to embrace the one Amanat mentality. Probably if we start from our region, what do you think? Maybe better together or... And uh, for a broader opportunity, you know, we have now living a sort of boundary, boundaryless type of workforce. Our client, they can get uh, our expertise from uh, whatever we want. This is due to, due to the pandemic, of course. So we have opportunities to be engaged everywhere in the region, at least, I would say, without traveling abroad. Only being together, we can aim for what I would like being our strategic intent in the region. To have a company with its local inclusive character, with its hands-on wisdom, that will be the go-to company for the Microsoft solutions in the Nordics. We need to work as one team, create a sense of inclusion, sense of belonging, while being championing diversity, developing and including and injecting new talents. We need to strengthen the collaboration with Microsoft and working proactively with AMBG on a Nordic level with a clear go-to-market. Our go-to-markets needs to bring together people from all the countries of the region, all the functions, in order for us to drive out a bigger play. And a natural continuation from that, why have not? That's so simple. (laughs) That's so simple. I will add nothing to our purpose make a genuine human impact (laughs) and it doesn't need more than that no and another question is why not limit yourself and your personal growth you know uh too often some people they limit themselves uh being you know not sure about their success i know a lot of great individuals one of the two daughters i have being one of those with really huge potentials that they simply don't try because they are worried about possible failures. Again, one of the two daughters I have is such type of person. 
14 years old, so she has time to 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 change and become better. Uh, if you <laughs> stop limiting yourself, then something good will come. Something will happen. And really, you will live another type of life. One of the best ways to inspire others is doing something loud and great. Do it. Purpose-oriented. This is why I love the purpose that Pam Maynard gave to our company. I would remember it. Make a genuine human impact. Be purpose-oriented. Know what you want and do it. Don't waste your time in what you don't believe in. And as I told in the beginning, do it with passion. Have fun. Have fun with in what you do. Uh, a good way of thinking on my personal growth is about, you know, strengthening the strengthening the relation with myself. I like to know about myself. I ask myself every single morning what what really I am, what really I want, what really good I did today, yesterday, in in my recent past. What good I want to do, starting from today. I show up vulnerable in all my relationships. That's fantastic. Again, I said, don't be cocky. It's important to show up, show up your vulnerabilities. You will experience the relationship much better, fully. And of course, you have to constantly learn, educate yourself and live fully your life. That's also a great advice. Something that feels like comes from experience as well. Why do you need to take more chances in life? I like I like one question uh, told by sorry one one sentence told by Mark Zuckerberg because the biggest risk is not taking any risk. That's why you need to take more challenges in your life. Yeah, I hope you do you did appreciate the joke. <laughs> But again, it's a, it's a great sentence, a great quote of Mark Zuckerberg. And I feel like it's very connected to most of the things you've been sharing with us here today. But we can't leave you just yet. We also need to ask you some four quick questions just at the end of this episode. And the first one is the first thing you do in the morning. What Here you that? go, running. Most used emoji? <laughs> the thumbs up. <laughs> This is a, <laughs> a very good and short way to tell to talk uh, to tell typically my wife. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I. Acknowledged. I get it. I get your message. Thumbs up. <laughs> But it's also <laughs> a positive way, or way a way to positive show positively show up versus the others. So I'm a very positive guy. So thumbs up is a bit of uh, cutting short <laughs> the discussion with my wife <laughs> and being positive <laughs> to my to my colleagues. I think that's a good one to link to your personality. Uh, pickled her herring or rye bread or spaghetti vongolo vongol. I can tell you spaghetti alle vongole <laughs> all my life. Spaghetti alle vongole. They, you know, you dream about the sea, mm. <laughs> and I'm very good in cooking them. No wonder you pronounce that better than me as well. <laughs> a hike and vacation in Lapland or a beach holiday in Sicily. Both. Both because I just love both. I love to to hike, and I and I'm I'm from the south of Italy, more or less from the sea. So yes, I, I love both, and I need to go to Lapland definitely. I didn't yet. Probably February 2021, if the pandemic is over, I'll be there. Sounds good. 
Antonio, it was uh, such a great pleasure to speak to you today. And uh, thank you very much for joining us here in the studio today. It was a pleasure for me. Thank you very much, Mats. Thank you very much. Be sure to not miss any new episode. Subscribe to our podcast series on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That's it for now. Goodbye. This podcast is copyright of Avanard, the leading provider of innovative digital and cloud services, business solutions, and design-led experiences.